Okay, Groove Rats, Pushing Rubber Podcast number 158. This is your host with the most, Adam Piggott, going straight into it. Uh, my fridge, which is an old fridge, is making some strange noises. So if you hear some sort of rumbling, it's not my stomach. It's the fridge. Uh, so, you know, that's fine. Um, okay, um, good to be here with you guys. Uh, let's get straight to it. I'm going to... Um, Going to uh, read out my top spam comments of the week. Um, these have come in over the last week on different um, pieces and they haven't been approved or they were they got through and then I spammed them. It's happening more and more actually, um, which, you know, is part of the deal. So uh, from Married Incel, um, he wrote, Adam, you're still a piece of shit. You know, at least he's um, he's right up. You know, he's 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 not he's not he's not mucking around. He's straight to the point. You know, and, you know, I, I can I can I can respect that. I'm not going to approve it, but I can respect that. Um, I got uh, these actually a few weeks ago. I had to. This guy left three uh, comments. Um. <clears throat> I'll just read the one of them. And it was on my uh, slight counter-argument to those on our side who took the vax and seemed to have a small issue with those of us who didn't. Um, So Weldon left this. um, So you're a lying shithead. You're a paranoid fantasist. You're as dumb and dishonest as the assholes who think Donald Trump is a Russian spy. You're not just stupid, you're the view stupid, you're QAnon stupid, you're George, George Floyd didn't die of that lethal dose of fentanyl stupid, you're Joe Biden is mentally sound stupid, you're Saddam had WMD stupid. Because you're too... He's talking about me, by the way, just in case you haven't realised. Because you're too stupid to understand that people who believe different stupid things can be equally stupid, that last paragraph might have made you shit your diaper a little extra. It's hard to read when it's written so badly. But that's not my problem. What I'm trying to say here, he's trying to say because he's writing so badly, in terms you can get your head around, which is hard because he's writing so badly, is you're spewing some bullshit here. Took him a while to get to that. That's why I like the other guy, you know, just, Adam, you're still full of shit. Done. Took him, took this guy, four paragraphs to get to... uh, and a whole bunch of incoherent sentences that were difficult to read out loud because they're so incoherent to get to what he wanted. He could have just written, you're spewing some bullshit here. So listen, trolls, just get to the point already. Make it easy for me to ban you. He goes on. And like all those assholes above, you compensate for your own defects with rage and hatred towards people who aren't as dumb as you are. Okay. The thing is, as with W. Bush decent albeit dumb people have died i don't know what's that mean Uh, decent albeit dumb people have died because they trusted you brainless lying sacks of shit so how about you go fuck yourself shit stick with the 38 in the upper palate where it'll raise your iq the quickest 
I'm talking to you, not your moron readers, so go ahead and puff your little tough guy chest out and delete this comment. Yeah, I did that. Or don't. No, I did. You'll still be the same idiot either way. Well, you know, so whether you know, so I may as well delete it. It's, it's great. So I'm supposed to put a 38 in the upper palate, but I'm the guy who's puffing. Oh. Anyway, um, so that was a good one. Not um, from... Well, well, Weldon, Weldon, there we go. Um, and there, yeah, that was that's the that's the decent spam of the week. That's I haven't had any abusive emails for a while. Guys, got to up your game. Guys, have got to up your game. Anyway, uh, I got a comment today on my post no sex please run vax robert wood wrote hey adam on the subject of covid and not listening to official medical information looks like your post from last year about smokers being less susceptible to contracted covid was right on the money and then he links to spiked on line with the great covid and fags as in cigarettes cover up um, I went back and had a look at my smoking versus uh, COVID article from last year. Yeah, it's not too bad actually. And then, um, and then that led on to an article called "Everything They Have Told You Was a Lie," which was also really. I like I like going back and getting reminded about articles and and re- reading some stuff that I that I wrote. There was actually actually not too bad you know not too bad at all so um and of course yeah i was right about the smoking thing speaking of that hang on a second i think what i need i just got the idea of a cigarette in my hand and i think glass of whiskey as well let's go with that Uh, uh, glass of whiskey cigarette my unfiltered luckies Best cigarettes in the world. This is my last pack, though. I have to go to, I have to go to Germany to or Austria to buy my unfiltered luckies. I have to drive drive across there because uh, unfiltered cigarettes are banned in Italy because they're too unhealthy. Apparently, it's much better. It's much better to have a filter with all the chemicals in it between you and the. I think I had uh, about a month ago. I think I had some sort of COVID. Um, Thing, I, I got really, really dark smudges under my eyes and they kind of moved around my eyes like they were moving around my head and my eyes were all really sore and I don't know what it was. Mm. Maybe some sort of lingering COVID thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm sucking down a few more cigarettes than I normally do. Um, I haven't been smoking the pipe actually that much. I'm waiting to get into my new place before I pull the pipe back out. I'm not really in a pipe mood, but anyway, I tell you what I have been doing. I have been. I finally got my uh, sound system working. It's a, a Bang & Olufsen Biosound 2, which I picked up in um, in Bahrain when I was down Saudi Arabia. Um, little gift to myself, and I've discovered Spotify. Gee, that's really great. I mean, I'm not on. I don't subscribe to anything, Netflix or Amazon Prime or any of that sort of shit. If I, if I want to watch a movie, I just find it on BitChute. And most of the time you can find it there. 
or um, or Valve, but um, I'll gladly pay ten bucks a month for Spotify. This is this is just the best thing ever. So, like today, for instance, I suddenly remembered that I once tried to per to find the vinyl um, copy a vinyl copy of the soundtrack to Dirty Harry. Um, because it's actually uh, the soundtrack there was composed by uh, this guy called um, uh, Lalo Schifrin, probably a Jew, sounds like a Jew, doesn't it? Um, but really cool mm, acid, funky jazz from the 70s sort of stuff. And I, suddenly, and I was never able to find it. I couldn't get it, couldn't get a copy of it. Mm. Anyway, I was thinking about that today, and so I went on to Spotify, and sure enough, there it was. I just cranked it. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I listened to Miles Davis live at the Sands the other night. I listened to... No, Miles Davis live in Tokyo. I listened to Frank Sinatra live at the Sands. Um, just, you know, stuff will pop into my head, and it's just like, oh, yeah, man, that's right. And bang, it's there. So, mm. I love that. I really love that a lot. So Spotify, just the best thing ever. Um, and the, the Bang & Olufsen. Uh, so I, I had the, I bought, those of you who, who followed me for a while know that about seven or so years ago when I was in Melbourne, I found in a junk shop a Bang & Olufsen three-in-one turntable radio cassette player from the late 70s, which my, my father had bought the original of that when we were kids. And I restored it, um, and, and I love that. And it's sitting in my hallway now, but I haven't cranked it all up because the um, the uh, the cartridge there with the needle on it is packed away in one of my boxes, which is still unpacked, so I can't use that yet. Um, and I love it because of the family association history with it. But in all honesty, as as far as banging old B and O stuff goes. It's probably towards the bottom of the of it's it's like your entry level late nineteen seventies B and O turntable. It's 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 not the, the speakers are good. The speakers were made in in Denmark, handmade, but the actual um, the unit itself was made in Japan. I think it's still good. Uh, don't get me wrong. And there's nothing like putting a vinyl on and all the rest of it, but. When I was down in Saudi and earning the big bucks, I kind of thought, well, let's let's treat myself. And the, the Bio Sound 2, it's kind of like this, this round cylinder shaped like a pyramid. Um, and I got it in the brass. Um, anyway, that got shipped back to the Netherlands. And then I had to go pick it up. And then I had all sorts of trouble trying to get it going here because I didn't know that you can't run it directly off the wireless of your phone. You need to have a separate uh, Wi-Fi that your phone can then bounce off to the um, to the bio sound. I finally got that sorted out. Gee, the sound is great on this thing. The it's really it's 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 shaped in a like a conical, getting wider wider towards the base because it's got a big big subwoofer in it. Um, and yeah, it's it's just absolutely killer sound. I've never had anything like it in my life. Um, really really great. And yeah. Just listening to these amazing, um, amazing albums, so I can just, oh, I just pull it up. 
bang, 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 blah, blah, blah. I also love that they that it gives you pop-ups. It's sort of Spotify will give you a pop-up like, oh, well, you know, Herbie Hancock's just released, uh, today has just released a new album. Fuck. Oh, okay. Let's check that out. Oh, but that, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, big fan. Big fan. Back in the day, I was into Napster uh, and all of those ones, and I loved those because I could find really rare stuff on it, uh, especially, you know, jazz guitar sort of stuff from the 50s, maybe Herb Ellis or something like that. But um, I haven't actually... Well, I mean, I've, I've found the Dirty Harry soundtrack, and then I went to the Get Carter soundtrack... Uh, then I went to get the Point Blank soundtrack, Point Blank film with Lee Marvin. Couldn't find that, just the one song off it. So that was a bit of a disappointment. But anyway, um, I've been I've been listening to some tunes because the weather here has been shit. It's been raining a lot. It's been like four degrees and raining, so it's just like two degrees off snowing, but it rains. So it's the coldest rain you can get. And I love walking in the snow. But give, go two degrees higher and then walking in really cold rain is awful. So I've kind of been a bit housebound. But the ski slopes opened on the weekend. I haven't been up yet. I'm probably going to go up on Thursday or Friday. Um, so uh, we'll, see. we'll see how that goes. Anyway. Hmm. So... This week I did a uh, an article on the Swedish YouTuber guy. Um, by the way, on that um, I saw the most stupid uh, I saw the most stupid headline, or one of the most stupid headlines on YouTube of a video. Obviously, when people put a video up on YouTube, they're trying to suck people in. I suppose I do that with my articles, but really with my articles, I don't care. I was just like, whatever comes to my head. And usually, you might have noticed with my articles if you read them, usually it'll be like a line towards one of the last paragraphs. That will become the title. Oh, yeah. I'll be getting to the end of it. And it's like, I'll be getting to the end of it. And it's like, what am I going to call this? What am I going to call this? And I'll get, oh, there we go. Yeah. Mm. Today, Today I put out an article, No Sex Please, We're Unvaxxed, which is a takeoff of No Sex Please, We're British, a, a film from the, uh, from the late 60s. Uh, but that, that one I had already worked out. Um, but anyway, okay, stupid headlines. It's a chess video on YouTube. Okay, and this is what the title of the video was. Quote, he didn't know he was playing a future world champion. Unquote. Now, you take out the world future there, and that's, that's, a, perfectly fine, that's a perfectly fine title. Hmm? He's playing chess. Maybe it's chess in a park. He didn't know he was playing a world champion. Maybe he should have known. But he didn't know he was playing a future world champion. Well, the future world champion didn't know he was a future world champion because it was in... The future. Nobody knew he was playing a future world champion because the guy wasn't a world champion at the time because it was in the future. I, I just saw that and I was just like... <sighs> it's 
really dumb. That's so dumb. I open up a little notepad note on my computer and I wrote it down under chess, YouTube video, stupid headlines. Really dumb. There you go. That's one of my last lucky strike cigarettes. Oh, fuck. I've still got a, capital, a, a packet of Camel unfiltered, but I'm going to have to make a dash across the border. It's no doubt that, about that. All right, so I wrote this post um, this week on this, this Swedish guy living my dream. This YouTube Swedish guy. Uh, who put up a video, it turned out it's a video he put up a month ago, living my dream life but still unhappy. And there he is. If, if, you, look on, if you look at my website, you'll see him there staring out. And he's wearing some sort of necklace with a wood thing. He's got the obligatory pagan tattoo. Um, yeah. Uh, someone left a, a comment along the lines of on my blog of you know Swedes are just the most depressing bastards of all time that's not wrong that's not wrong I'll give you that yes it's true but I really think there's lessons on this one and I didn't go really in depth in the article because my articles are about between six and eight hundred words long usually that's what I pitch them at, six to 800 words. Sometimes I'll go a bit longer if I'm quoting something that's a bit long. Like today, I think I, I got into a 1,000 words with the, the no sex please were unvaxxed, but that's because that's there were two big long quotes there that I was quoting. Most people don't read long quotes anyway, uh, which is why I try to shorten them down, but sometimes it's really hard for the context part of it. Anyway, but I try to keep it between six and eight hundred words. Six fifty is like the absolute sweet spot. That's the absolute sweet spot, because you you do your intro, you get into it, and then you make your point, close the circle, done. Boom. Everyone's happy. I'm happy because it doesn't take me too much time. You're all happy because it takes you about seven to eight minutes to read it. You can digest it and you, you can go on to the next thing, but because we all know on the internet that people have the attention span of a gnat. So that's basically 650 words is what I try to hit for. So I don't know how many words there is in this one. It's probably around that because I really do stick pretty closely. It's funny because in the past, I um, especially did some really... I used to plan out articles and I would write it and then I'd leave it and I'd go back to the next day and then I'd change it and then i put and it would get bigger and bigger and I and by the time I published I thought that it was God's gift to everybody in the whole world and the next day I would wake up and my whole blog was overrun with millions of hits from all around the world and, and all the rest of it and it would be crickets. Um, and then you can do a throwaway post 600 words and bang, you know, everyone loves it. So I, I stopped, I, I went away from this, this and pe because people on the internet, people aren't, people aren't cruising the internet for in-depth shit. They're cruising it for a quick, oh yeah, sound bites. That's what blogging is, it's sound bites. That's all it is. That's why Vox Day is so good at it. Um, he does continual sound bites. He normally does two or three sound bites a day. 
So people keep coming. I can't do that. If I can get something out every two days, um, then for me, that's a good result. Um, because I still do 650 words on average. Blocks, Vox, sorry, blocks. A Vox is, um, is basically doing a quote of something and writing three or four lines under it. But still what he's writing is really on point and it gives people that, oh, there's that bit. All right, I've consumed that. Now what's going to take my uh, attention for the next five minutes? So the whole point I'm trying to make is when I wrote this piece on the Swedish guy who's living his dream life but still unhappy, I didn't, I made my points, but I didn't, I didn't go deep. So now I can go deep because this is what podcast is about. You can chat about this sort of stuff. And I really think that, so I'm writing my third book on how to be a patriarchal man in a feminized world. This whole thing about should we be happy or not is, is a part of that book because it's really important. Um, so he's living his dream life, but he's still unhappy. Okay. So first of all, getting everything that you want doesn't work out for anyone um, on a materialistic sense. And it's very simple to know that or to see that or to understand that because you just have to look at people who are very wealthy. They're normally the biggest fuck-ups and have the most fucked-up lives of everyone. And I mean... Look, look back at, that's always been the case, look back, literature has known about that forever, Hollywood has known about that forever, look at a film like uh, The Maltese Falcon, there we go, Humphrey Bogart, um, what was the chick's name, Lauren Bacall, um, so Lauren Bacall has, is the older sister, there's the younger sister, their father's full of money. The younger sister's a complete screw-up. Lauren Bacall's a bit of a screw-up as well. This was, this was of course, um, parodied rather well in The Big Lebowski. Same setup. Um, so the whole getting everything that you wanted, living your dream life, getting exactly what you wanted, um, in a total, total materialistic sense, leaving people completely unhappy because they got what they thought that they wanted but it didn't fill the void it didn't fill the void at all and I, I really think that's an interesting video which is why I quote it because his eyes look really empty he looks really desperate maybe he was maybe he's a really good actor I don't think he is I know he's selling books and courses and all that sort of stuff and he wants you know as many subscribers on his videos as he can get but I think he looks genuinely a thousand yards stare there. You know, he's got what he, everything he thought he wanted and it's not, it's not doing to him what he had hoped and assumed that it would have done, which was make his life complete in inverted commas, you know. Enjoy life. All of those things. So... As regards to happiness or unhappiness, I was going to pitch this just to guys. This goes doubly for women. We're not here to be happy. Happiness is momentary. I'll give you an example of happiness. Today I went for a walk up behind my house, up the mountain. Um, steep, steep walk through the forest. And I stopped 
at a certain point there was a shrine, quite a large shrine, it had a thing to Mary and Padre Pio and nice view through the clouds and the mist and the rain. I literally just stopped, literally Hitler, I just stopped, turned around, I've probably been stopped for about five seconds and a female deer stuck her head up on the looking down the hill on the right hand side of the path that the so the hill was going from left to right down the path came straight up the hill but it was going down from left to right so the deer's at the low end of the hill sticks its head over the above the path there on the side of the little path it's it's like a single lane single lane road but it's it's not used by very rarely used by vehicles decent sized female deer as well sticks its head up and i i'm looking at it and it hasn't seen me because i'm just standing still i've just stopped i'm standing so i'm looking at it hasn't seen me it stuck its head up and it's looked i'm to its its left it looks to the right does the scan obviously it wants to jump across the road but it's a careful deer she's making sure that it's all clear and it wasn't she looks to the left she looks to the center then she looks to the right and then she sees me i don't know i was wearing my gray um i got this gray heavy heavy gray kind of mountain jacket uh, it's an old there was an old clothing line called marlborough classics about 20 years ago they put out some great clothing and i picked up this sort of clothing that just gets better and better and better with age and this jacket is is great and it's, it's like dark gray leather um but not leather like a leather jacket leather like a, it's like a mountain jacket it's all padded it, it's fantastic i love it zip up and then buttons and and um and um I'm pretty sure that with the mist and everything else, I was kind of blending in a little bit. I was a little bit camouflaged. Don't get me wrong. From her poking her head up, looking to her right, looking straight ahead, looking to the left, and then seeing me, it was about five seconds. But in that seconds, as she poked her head up, you know how your thoughts go through, you don't have five seconds worth of thoughts go through your head at that time. You have five minutes worth of thoughts. So basically I was thinking to myself, as soon as I saw a poker head up, oh, okay, there's a deer, female one. Uh, she'll be probably pretty panicked when she sees me. I wonder how it's going to go. Wow, she hasn't seen me yet. This is quite amazing um she's definitely going to get the shock of her life when she sees me oh she's seen me what's she going to do now and we kind of stared at each other for about a second and a half and i was just standing there, i was just like yeah, i'm just looking at you and she looked at me looked through me then saw me then focused then registered then shat herself and she was <laughs> back down below the road and back down the for fully forested hill i could hear it going, blah, 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 total panic that was a moment of happiness that was a moment of just being just just 
appreciating God's gifts to us, to be able to enjoy that in that moment, to experience that, to have a bit of a chuckle about it, because it was funny. Um, That was a moment of happiness. You don't get that 24-7. That's not what life's about. If your life was always happy, you would never be happy. Because the only way you can be happy is to compare it to when you're maybe not happy on the other end of the scale or just kind of medium, average, in the middle. Not unhappy, but not happy. Maybe content, maybe not thinking about it. You have moments. I remember a moment many years ago, maybe 15 or 16 years ago, that a a very good friend of mine from Australia came to visit me when I was living on the other side of Trentino and he stayed for like three or three weeks or something and it was a snowboarding holiday he was taking advantage obviously of where i was because he's a big snowboarder and i remember it was uh in february february march are just the best months to go skiing because you get the sun you got longer days um you can get some great snow and it was great snow it was great snow and we were sitting up at this bar in the italian dolomites with the whole dolomites in front of us in like a huge semicircle bowl, drinking beers in a prime spot, two in the afternoon. And basically he just looked at me and said, what are all the poor people doing? And it's not that we, <laughs> I wasn't wealthy at all back then. I'm not wealthy now. But it was, it was I still remember that moment, you know. It was just, um, and the context and who I was with and how much we both appreciated what we were doing at that moment fantastic you can't have your whole life going around like that it's not how it works because the more so that example of happiness was a combination of place experience and friendship who i was sharing it with was important today was an was an example of being lucky enough and fortunate enough to be in a moment that just came out of nowhere These are moments of happiness and there are different types. But going through your life trying to chase that down on a constant basis is a fool's dream because of the fact that happiness can't be turned on all the time. Otherwise, it wouldn't be happiness. Also, the type of happiness that most people are seeking is material, physical, physical world. The spiritual side of it is completely neglected. I don't think... I don't think you can really approach... being happy or content unless you have a spiritual religious side to yourself 
which for Westerners means Christianity, which has to mean Catholicism. By the way, I published a piece on, what was it called? You all know where I'm going with this. Uh, just accept that the faux pope wants to destroy tradition. It got bombarded with comments from uh, a commentary who is turning into a troll, and Tom, you're very close to being banned. Very close. Um, Tom is the commenter who will constantly turn up whenever Roman Catholicism, when I bring it up, and launch into petty, small-minded, straw-man attacks um, whenever he can. Argues in bad faith. Protestant. I didn't delete any of his comments. I haven't cancelled him yet. Very close, like I said. Because I want to leave the comments up there. So that other people can read it themselves. But what I, what I want to say is this. this. What I'm about to say might upset a few people. But tough titties. And me saying it is not an attack on you personally. Me saying it is an observation. And it's subjective, of course, because it's my observation. But it's also objective. I'm not out to. I'm not out to win. I'm not out to beat you. I don't care. But I think it needs to be said. I've got more respect for Jews than I do for Protestants. Right there. At least Jews openly rejected Christ and Christianity. They were honest, which for Jews, as we all know, is pretty rare. But Protestants have rejected Christ uh, while pretending that they're the only ones who are the true followers of Christ. I, I, just, I just got no respect for that at all. None whatsoever. I'll say it again, I respect Jews more than I respect Protestants. The subjects, happiness, unhappiness, where should we be? You've got to develop your spiritual side as much as, if not more, than your physical material side. If you don't do that, it's not going to work out for you. I got a good friend who's atheist, and he had an argument with me the other the other week, and he brought it up because I, I just don't bring this stuff up. It's amazing that um, most of my friends and family know that I have a website and a podcast, but none of them will read or listen to it. They don't want to know. Fine. But anyway, he brought this argument up with me. And I said, listen, you believe that when you die, after you die, there's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. 
So if you're right, there's nothing. Okay. But if I'm right, when you die, you get to, you're made to choose heaven or hell. By God. That's going to be kind of in your face. So if you're right, there's nothing. If I'm right, it's eternal. I don't see I don't see how you can choose nothing with that chance there. If I'm wrong, it's just nothing. So for me, it's a win-win situation. So nothing's nothing, okay. If they're wrong, oh, they've got some explaining to do. It makes me uncomfortable to follow this train of thought because I'm not a Roman Catholic as a bargaining ploy with God. It's not what it is. Because God's way too smart for that. He, he sees everything. But at the same time, if you look at it just from a, a straight objective, logical point of view, well, you're atheist. Your, your path is nothing. My side is, well, heaven and hell. If you're right, there's nothing. If I'm right, you're, you're in a problem. If you're right, I don't have a problem. It's nothing. So just from a logical, objective perspective, what atheists believe makes no sense. Now, I say this having been in the past an atheist for a major portion of my adult life. And I'm not a stupid guy. Far from it. I'm really, really smart. Okay, it's like someone's saying they're really, really short or really, really tall or really fat or really thin. It doesn't matter. But I am smart. But... I was an atheist for a long time. The reason why is understandable. We all have our own personal cross to bear. But still, if you don't do the spiritual side of this thing, well, not only a... <laughs> yeah. The unhappiness thing is going to come down on you like a ton of bricks a lot of the time. You can get escape from it in moments, and sometimes those moments can last a while. But eventually it all goes to shit. This doesn't mean that bad things don't happen to you if you believe in God. We learn by falling down. We're, we're here to get tougher. That's the whole point. I've heard the analogy like steel is made stronger by being thrust into the fire more and more. That's what we're here to be. So you're not going to get an easy time of it if you decide to believe in God. <laughs> the opposite, in fact. You're probably going to you're going to have a much harder time of it, but you're going to be able to deal with it much better. Some people don't. Uh, whenever, I mean, I'm a fan of military history. When I hear about something, say, from the First World War, a chaplain on the, on the battlefield of the Somme has seen 20,000 
of his countrymen mown down in the morning by machine guns and then turning around saying there is no God and you know walking away from the priesthood because God would not allow this. Men are weak, you know, men make the wrong decisions. This is, this is all sorts it all out, men from the boys sort of stuff. That's what this is, guys. It's sorting it out, men from the boys. I said it before. God doesn't want to hang out with a bunch of losers. No way. He doesn't want to hang out with a bunch of yes men either. Very sure on that. So as regards to happiness, pursuing happiness for the sake of happiness in and of itself is a loser's dream. I'll say more about this in my book though. I think. Speaking of books... Pushing Rubber Downhill, Run Guts, Pull Cones. It's coming up to Christmas, guys. Go and buy out some, buy some gifts for your friends, family, whatever. Give them my books. Buy them through my Amazon affiliate link. Just click on the books, either my two books or Cappy's book on my site. That will take you through. Anything you purchase will get off my Amazon affiliate link. Helps me out. I'm not working at the moment. I haven't worked since July. Uh, I got some things in the pipeline, but that helps me out. So, um, and that's not internet begging. That's just saying, yeah, buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. Um, check out Captain Capitalism, Aaron Clary, because he sponsors my podcast and has been a big support for me right from the beginning and a very good guy. Uh, so check out his site, his podcast, YouTube channel, Asshole Consulting, where he will, which I've used twice in the past before he actually knew, before we, you know, became friends. Um, and by his books, he's got lots of them. He's got lots. Um, this is the second week in a row that I'm doing the podcast. Third week in a row, if you include... Uh, the Greasy Pole with The Great One. So, like I said, I'm going to try and do um, my podcast every week and a Greasy Pole every month. That will depend on The Great One getting his act together, which we obviously know is, you know, he plays far too much Star Wars video games, whatever that is. I don't even know what it is. Um, but anyway, thanks for hanging out. This has been another bit of a uh, hangout with... Uh, Adzy Wadzy, uh, coming to you from the Italian Alps. Um, and um, yeah, guys, um, have a good week. Don't work too hard. And I'll uh, see you on the flip side. Okay? All right. Ciao.